Hello, I'm Mary Gannon, Senior Editor, and welcome to Design World's Technology Tuesdays podcast for July 29th, 2015. Thanks for joining us. Today, we're talking about wireless connectors with our Connector Tips contributing editor, Dave Brearley. Dave recently retired from FCI after a 30-plus year career in the connector industry. He has been a regular contributor to ConnectorTips.com, writing about a broad range of connector-related topics, targeting mechanical and electrical engineers, and procurement people who want to learn more about interconnect technologies. Thanks for joining me today, Dave. Mary, thanks for inviting me to join your webcast. I've really enjoyed working with you on ConnectorTips.com, and I look forward to contributing much more in the future. Now that I've retired from active duty, I can pursue the larger questions of life. I understand that you may have one of those for me. Yes, Dave, I do. Um, one of the major electronic trends that we've seen over the last couple of decades has been the broad adaption, adoption of wireless technology. This brings up the basic question, will the adoption of wireless technology eliminate the need for connectors, adversely impacting the connector industry? On the surface, that it would seem that wireless would also mean connectorless. But in fact, the end result may be the opposite. Just think about your laterless device. For me, it was an iPhone. It was has wireless connections, including LTE cellular for communicating long distance over the cellular networks, Wi-Fi 802.11 for communication over local area networks in my home. It also works in businesses, hotels, coffee shops, actually almost everywhere today. And Bluetooth, or near-field communication, for me, the major application is connecting the phone in my uh, hands-free car system. Each of these connections requires an antenna on both ends, one in the phone, and one in the connected device, whether it's a cell tower, LAN, car, printers, and everything. It still sounds pretty connectorless to me, though, Dave. How do you deal with that? Think about the proliferation of cellular base stations, many of which are in the sides of buildings now and not so obvious as the giant cell towers. Wi-Fi access points are everywhere. With a range of less than 100 yards, it takes a lot of access points to provide the ubiquitous service that customers demand today. Let me use my house phone as another example. Back in the AT&T Monopoly days, all of the phones in the house were hardwired to the phone company with two twisted pairs and a screw-down connection. The phone company actually delivered power to my phone over the networks so that no extra power connector was required for the phone. It even worked with the, when the power went down. That was a really high reliability system. In the 50s, the phones had no connectors. When the dog ate the coily cord, you called the phone company for a service call. The modular telephone jack was invented to make the phone serviceable. By introducing connectors at each end of the coily cord, the phone company transferred the cost of the repair to the customer. Instead of dispatching a service person, the customer was directed to stop by the local AT&T store and pick up a cord. By the way, they paid for it for your or a new phone. From a telco perspective, they turned the cost center into a profit center. The net effect was that as phones proliferated, most of us now have several phones in the house. Uh, but aren't those phones now largely wireless? You're correct. Over time, we've moved to the wireless phones. I now have several of these in my home. Uh, there's a base station that is hardwired to the, to the telephone line, similar to the old days. 
And then each wireless handset requires a charging station, which includes a wall wart transformer and a docking contacts to connect the phone to the cradle. If you note, a number of the connectors is now has not so much changed and may have grown because each handset now now needs individual connections for power. What has disappeared is the two-pair telephone wire itself being replaced by connectors for antennas and power. But many of us no longer even have a landline at all. The use of cell phones, doesn't that eliminate connectors completely? Remember back in the old days, we had a phone, but we didn't have a LAN. Now we have a router connected to the phone or or a cable company that interconnects a host of devices in our home, like computers, printers, and other peripherals. Now even the refrigerator, thermostats, security systems, and the like. All of these devices need radios, power, battery, and sensor connectors. The Internet of Things is, is driving more connector usage. It really sounds like the nature of connectors has changed a lot in the last few years. For sure it has. We are replacing hardwired connectors for many more power docking and with many more power docking and antenna connectors as we deploy more wireless services. I expect that all of us have a box full of wall wards that we no longer remember exactly what they're for. You should also realize that all of these additional endpoints in the network drive increased complexity at the central office level and cellular base stations. These applications consume huge quantities of connector pins or fibers in the central offices, switches, routers, and network security devices, storage, as well as the input-output connections. The connected car is another example of a connector-rich environment that is enjoying double-digit growth every year as additional functions are added to the car. By the way, features like automotive radar it used for parking sensors, lane awareness, and the like, all require additional connectors. That's pretty cool. And it would seem that the connector industry will continue to be very healthy as we transition from wired to wireless connections. Absolutely. Over the last couple of decades, the connector industry has experienced growth in the 6% per year range and we, on, over the long term, and we see no reason why that growth will diminish in the future. In fact, I saw recently that this year's growth is now projected to be over 12%. Wow, double-digit growth, uh, or double-digit increase, I should say. That's that's pretty impressive, and that's good to hear. Um, so I appreciate you being here with us, Dave. For our listeners, be sure to visit connectortips.com to read Dave's archived and all of his new posts about interconnect technologies. And for a discussion on wireless connected... Excuse me. And for a discussion on wireless connectivity's impact on industrial connectors, listen to our Technology Tuesday podcast from February 3rd on connectortips.com. We thank you for listening. You can subscribe to Design Roll's Technology Tuesday's podcast or just check some other episodes out at soundcloud.com design-world. And you can always get the latest need-to-know engineering information at www.designworldonline.com. Hope you can join us next time.